I want to take as a subject today the secret of service. Let us pray. Now may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Our pastor, Miss Nancy, our worship leaders, our staff, and our lay leaders have taken us through a wonderful series of messages on our church vows. Prayer, presence, gifts, service, and witness for the transformation of the world. We take the vow when we become a part of the life of the church, that we will support the church in that way. We have heard about prayer, we've heard about presence, we've heard about gifts, and today we come to this theological concept that we're referring to as service. Just a little bit of background, context, the crucifixion of Jesus has occurred and the disciples have scattered. They're in a fog, disoriented, confused, disturbed. Some of them have heard that Jesus has reappeared. He said to the disciples that after his crucifixion, they were to remain in Jerusalem and wait there for the power that would come. But they are in Galilee, and they've gone back to doing what most of them were doing before Jesus called. Peter said, Look, I'm going fishing. And so they're all out there fishing. And they fished all night. This figure appears on the beach, on the shore. And he says, have you fellas caught anything? No, we have fished all night and we haven't caught a thing. Sounds like some of my fishing trips. He said, well, put your net down on the other side of the boat. And the fish are so plentiful that it's difficult to drag the net into the boat. Someone said, it's Jesus. And Peter, who was there naked in the boat doing the work that his profession called for, he puts on his outer garment, jumps into the water. Don't you just love that guy? He he never does anything half-heartedly. So he runs up to Jesus, and Jesus is already grilling fish, and he asks them to come and have breakfast, and he says, go out there to the boat and bring the fish in. Well, Peter does that, and then when Peter gets back, we have this conversation, you might say, where Jesus is questioning Peter. And Jesus throws this javelin from his hand 
right straight into the heart of Peter. He asked Peter the most important question, I think, that any of us could ever be asked. And we'll come to that in a minute. But did you notice when Jesus asked these questions, he did not ask Peter about his doctrine. Not one word about his doctrine. Everybody in here this morning knows people who can split a doctrinal hair 16 different pieces and then defend it as if they belong to some kind of death squad that wants to take everybody else to the grave. Peter was not questioned about his doctrine. Jesus asked him, here's that question, Do you love me? Do you love me? Now, we're not saying that doctrine is not important. We had the creed this morning. It's important. But the most important question is, do you love Jesus? He didn't even ask Peter about repentance. Have you repented? When they were in ministry, Peter said, they'll all deny you, but I never will. And you remember Jesus said before the rooster crows, you'll deny me. In the wee hours of the morning, when the rooster crowed, it came back to Peter that he had denied the Lord. I never knew him, he told that little lady there around the fire. Somebody else asked him. I, 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 didn't, I hadn't had anything to do with him. How do you think Peter was feeling at this time? He must have been feeling guilty. His heart was hurting. And Jesus could have really driven a nail into his spirit and asked him, well, have you gotten around to repenting? But he didn't ask him that. He said, do you love me? Peter, do you love me? He didn't ask him if he'd kept the commandments. He had said, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. But the question was not, have you kept everything by way of the commandments that I have given you? No, he didn't ask that. He said, Peter, do you love me? He didn't ask Peter about his orthodoxy. Now, orthodoxy is certainly important. It's important to Jesus. It's good to know what you believe and practice what you preach. It's good to have a list of all things. You know, our favorite time of the year, well, 
All the time is the favorite time for us. But it's coming up on Thanksgiving and Christmas. And at Christmas, I carry in my pocket a list that Trish gives me. I know her sizes. Now, don't ask me. I think I could tell you what size her shoes are. I can tell you about some of those other things, too. I know the facial products that she uses. Sometimes she'll list uh, a certain gift card if I choose to give that. But you know, I can know everything about her. You know everything about people in your life. But when it comes right down to it, what really matters is when you hold the woman you love in your heart and in your arms. And that's what Jesus asked Peter. Do you love me? You got your list, but do you love me? He didn't even ask Peter about his position. Did you hear him say, Peter, are you still the leader of that band? Peter, these last few days, you you got your business in order? What's your standing in the community and in the group? No. He didn't ask him that, that I heard. Peter, do you love me? Peter, do you love me? And then he didn't ask him about his performance. Have you been doing what I instructed you to do? Have you been out witnessing? Have you been doing this and... No. He didn't ask that. He said, Peter, do you love me? Peter, do you love me? And all of this leads into the understanding of what the secret to service is. That is the secret to the service for God and for Jesus Christ. Do you love Jesus? Yes, Lord, you know I love you. Then feed my sheep. Do you love me? Yes, Lord, you know I love you. Then shepherd these little lambs. Do you love me? Feed my sheep. Folks, do you know what it takes to be the pastor of St. Mark's United Methodist Church? It's not your love for preaching. It's not your love for people. It's not your hope that at the end of your tenure you'll have a pension. 
the qualification for being pastor of St. Mark's United Methodist Church is your answer to the question, do you love Jesus? And it's the same for the staff, for all of our musicians. Being a part-time musician, I know how important it is to know the chords. You, You know, that's important. But my guess is, as much knowledge that you have of this beautiful music, you would not have been here on a rainy morning had you not loved Jesus. And because you love Jesus, you can enter to the service of feeding the sheep. And then the final thing I would say this morning is that this is the secret to steadfast service. Now, we didn't read this next verse, but in it, Jesus tells Peter that you're going to live to be an old man. Then he told him what would happen at the end of his life. But what is it? that keeps you going in service to God through the years. I've had people to tell me through the years, well, I've served my time. I took care of my children. I've built enough houses. I've given everything I've had through the years. Now, when they lay you out in the casket, that's when you can say those things. I've come to the end. I've finished the course. I've kept the faith. And Jesus has reminded Peter that all through your life now, Steadfast service will be generated in fuel when you answer this question in the affirmative. Do you love Jesus? Do you love Jesus? Do you love Jesus? To the glory of God. Amen.